Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Of course, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. I made an executive decision during the uh, top of the hour break. I decided to hold our candidates over through the break and do one more section with them. I also, because this is too important, folks, this is our kids. We're talking about a real unique opportunity to dramatically change the Wichita School Board. Kathy mentioned to me during the break how much money USD 259 is sitting on right now in their, in their, they got $87 million that's just sitting there. And folks, this is too important for us to, uh, to, to not take seriously. And, um, I, and I, I want to make sure that we give it the time and attention it deserves. One of the things that was also pointed out, I want to make sure you understand if you live in the Wichita School Board District, if you live in USD 259, you can vote for all four of these candidates. On your ballot, you're going to see an opportunity to vote for all of the candidates. There's going to be 10 names on the ballot. You Just because you may live in District 3, for example, doesn't mean that you and your District 3 seat, by the way, is currently occupied by a Democrat. You still vote for all four of these candidates. In District 1, it's Diane Albert. In District 2, it's Brent Davis. District 5 is Kathy Bond. And District 6 is Hazel Stabler. And it is so important that we make sure that when the election comes up in November, we elect a clean slate, a a Fab Five, or Fab Four in this case, a, a, a clean slate of conservatives who were going to defend parental choice. And that, that was one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys about was, was school choice. And you know, people, I know the education establishment hates that concept because the last thing they want is parents 
having a say in their students' education. We talked a little bit about it earlier about how they're nervous about parents actually finding out a little bit about you know what their kids are learning and how they're learning. And one of the things that I think is is so important is making sure that the money follows the student into the classroom. One way to do that would be maybe, I don't know, merit pay for teachers. I mean, what do you guys think of that concept? Giving rewarding good teachers with good pay. Hell, if Lisa Thompson can make $300,000 for failing to do her job, why don't we give a good teacher good pay? Well, you know, the D.C. school system has been doing that, and they've been getting great results. You know, And so if the District of Columbia is doing that, why wouldn't we want to do that here? They're getting good results in Dallas. They're getting good results in Tennessee. There are other places where they're being able to give the money to the teachers who are the most effective and reward them for improving their effectiveness. And it's not just, you know, if you get a class of of brilliant students. We're talking about if you help them improve. So you can have improvement in the very low-performing students. You don't have to have just high-performing students in your class or, you know, and so there, there are ways to get this done, and we want to bring the experts in and bring the expert knowledge in to get that done. Also, we know that there are schools in America today where they have higher minority populations than we do here in UDST 259, and they have more poverty, only $26,000 a year uh, average pay for, for income for families. We're here in Wichita, it's $52,000. So, and they have all of their students at grade level or above, and most of them at level four. But where the, so we are graduating more students in USC 259, but they're less prepared. Mm-hmm. They, they have to go and do remedial work, and they have to cost them more money to, to go to college. They take longer to go to college, get in more debt. They, they, um, they can't get into college, and good colleges a lot of times. They, they, they aren't ready to go into the work world. They can't you know, make change at the cash register. But, you know, it, it's just pitiful. Instead, though, we need to have students above grade level where they're completing college courses while they're still in high school and they have less time to, to go to college, you know, to, before they get out in the work world. They spend less money in college. And so what we're doing right now, the way that we're doing things is perpetuating generational poverty in Wichita. And it's hurting our economy. It's hurting our people. How can you weaken the, the, UFT, uh, the United Teachers uh, that endorsed the people today said that they, we would weaken education in Wichita. That is ridiculous. We're not going to weaken it. We're going to strengthen it. You can't do any more weakening than what they're doing right now. They've been going right in the toilet for eight years straight. It's time to change this board. That's right. Well, and you know, here's the key. It's easy to have high graduation rates when you dumb down the standards. Exactly. And that's what they've been doing to the point now. I mean, it's almost like I read recently where the governor of Washington lowered the standards to graduate to make it so easy. And she's so proud of herself because people more are going to graduate. Well, it's the same thing we're doing here. If you make it so easy to graduate and then you start touting your graduation rates, well, sure. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome. You came, you, you arrived on class today, you graduate. Well, if the standards are that easy, everyone can graduate. doesn't mean you're prepared. Um, before I let you guys go, I wanted to give each of you an opportunity to just kind of tell us a little bit, you know, three, five minutes, just why you're running. Um, what prompted you? Because this, I want to remind everybody, this is... I mean, you're already getting attacked. Good luck if you get in office because the press is going to hate you. The red shirts, which are the teachers union, are going to hate you. They're going to come after you. And this is a job that doesn't pay anything. I mean, the legislature doesn't pay much, but this pays nothing. And so you're willing to do this. You're willing to take the the, the hits 
for a job that, that is truly thankless. And so first off, thank you for running. It takes a lot to run. It puts your name on a ballot to step up and be willing to do that. I want to thank you for willing, your willingness to do that. But Kathy, why, why, why are you willing to do this? I mean, you've got better things to do, I'm sure. <laughs> Actually, I'm retired. I didn't plan on spending my retirement yeah. being attacked. Um, I think I'm a substitute teacher in the district. And in substituting, I heard and I saw a lot of things that disturbed me. And so I started talking with teachers. And the things that they were saying, for instance, they are told how to teach their kids with a manual. These teachers are having to read out of a manual. And so basically they're teaching with their hands tied behind their back. These are professional people that went to college, have at least a bachelor's degree, if some not a master's degree. They know how to teach our kids. And so there's a, there, in fact, there's a teacher I spoke with and he said, you know, the principal came in and said, I want you all to be teaching the same thing at the same time. I want you to be on the same page. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we are not raising robots. We, yep. These are people. So I think that, that to give the opportunity for the teachers to really to to be who they are. To be empowered. Thank you. And yeah. then our parents, uh, the parents, oh, my gosh, the parents have no choice. I am not anti-mask. If you want to send your child to school with the mask on, go for it. If you don't, then you don't. I just think that the p- parents... They're in charge of the health of their child. They don't co-parent with the government, you know, and I think so that was another reason. And to prevent critical race theory from entering into our schools. It's not in the schools per se, as you said earlier, but you sure can find it, it sure on the websites. Be. Absolutely. Yeah. So parents, students, and uh, teachers. I love the teachers. The teachers deserve a raise. The teachers deserve to be taught, I mean, um, treated as a professional as they are. And, you know, because I've been in the trenches, I think that gives me a little bit um, more of an edge in this um, election because I've been there. I don't think my opponent has substitute taught. I don't know a whole lot about my opponent because I'm more focused on my campaign. That's probably the way it should be. (laughs) Hazel, what are, uh, I mean, what, what prompted you to want to get into that? I know you've already been attacked by the left. Yeah, well, I'm retired as well, and I've been active in the community. In every community, in any place that I've ever lived, I've always been very active and proactive in, in doing good for the community. So I was also was had the opportunity to work in a Title I school here in Wichita on the UDSD 259, and I saw a need, I saw a disconnect of uh, parents in their, in their children's education. I saw there, there was a great need for teachers Support, support for teachers uh, financially and, you know, in all ways, actually. And um, I wanted to be a, vo- I want to be a voice for the students, the parents, their families, and the teachers. And I, in no shape, way, or form, am, am for mandating anything for anybody. I am not, my, my race, my campaign is not run on the critical race theory, although I am in favor of everyone learning. I think every single, um, person should know the true history of our country and I mean the true history and then let's move on yeah warts and all let's yeah Uh, let's learn about it and and move on so my reason to run is to be a voice and not and to be proud to stand up and be bold and not be afraid to ask questions in a public forum 
which I do not see that happening now. No, they they clearly don't like having to answer questions. So, and I have I'm a, I like to ask questions and I and I'm very I don't think we can agree. We're never going to agree on everything, but what kind of world would it be if we did agree? Mm-hmm. Brent, you're a small business owner. This I mean, are you I and in fact you're a small business owner in this field. Mm-hmm. You bring a lot of wealth of knowledge, certainly more than your opponents do, but I, I've got to think that this might crimp your style business-wise. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have to provide for my two kids that are in college right now and and keep them in there. So, I mean, uh, I I have to work, and so it is it is crimping the amount of time that I can be out and knocking doors and that sort of thing. But, I mean, I, I just have to do something for these kids. Uh, basically, I have an educational services business. I help kids get tire, higher test scores. And I've had 15 National Merit Scholars in the last four years. And that's comparable to USC to do 59, if, if, you know, and... Uh, and how many students do they have by comparison? I mean... There's 50,000 right. exactly. compared to 40, right? Exactly. You know? And um, so I, I know that there are schools that are getting done, and we just need the will to get it done. So I, I talked to uh, David... Uh, I, well, I talked to my friend David Thorne, and I told him... I'm willing to run, but only if I have three other people to run with me. And he went and found three other people to run with me. And so I was in. I had to run. Because we can only make changes if we get all four of us elected. It's yeah. very important. We need you to go and tell your friends and get everybody that you know that uh, wants to see our school system get up to par and see our kids starting to achieve at grade level and get us elected. Because we're going to hold the the, the uh, administration's feet to the fire. We're going we're gonna, to talk with Alicia Thompson. We're going to work with her to, to get the system running. And, it, and, if, and if she's not willing to work with it, if she's not willing to do it, then we'll find somebody that will. But I think that, you know, Alicia uh, could do something if she has better direction. And this board is not giving direction that needs to be given. Accountability is the key. Uh, Diane, yes. I think that's really what you've often talked about, too, especially with regards to the mass mandates and that kind of stuff. That's one of the reasons, primary reason you got into this was to push back or at least protect folks who don't have a voice with regards to all the mandates and stuff, right? Yeah, so we saw parents being forced to co-parent with the government. They they mandated issues. They gave no parents the right to choose health decisions on their own, what was best for their families. They said, here's a one-size-fits-all plan. You must obey and abide by it. And there's no evidence that backs up this data that they're trying to claim. Um, we've put safety above education. And this is a school board. We're to we're in this for education, and to put safety above that um, when there's no data to back that up is is really uh, appalling. So I got involved with this because uh, I saw the decisions that were being made, and quite frankly, it was embarrassing for our town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at the test scores and the COVID slide. You know the the test scores that Brent was talking about earlier. That was before COVID hit. Right. So I can only imagine what the test scores are now. Our main focus needs to be getting our kids the education that we need, and we need to focus on the basics, reading, writing, and math, and because those are the foundations of education. If they can master those skills, they can master whatever direction they want to go in in life. So that's why I'm running, is to get the basics back and to give parents the choice that they need to make for health decisions. Mm-hmm. This has gotten out of hand. You're absolutely right. Guys, once again... Thank you for coming in. If you live in USD 259, you live in the city of Wichita, you have to make sure you vote. Diane Albert, Brent Davis, Kathy Bond, Hazel Stabler, I wish you all the best. We have to elect all four of these candidates. You guys carry on the fight. 
Wish you all the best. Uh, please get out there and vote for these folks, folks. Make sure you vote for them. We'll take your calls at 845. In the meantime, coming up after the break, we'll discuss the abysmal situation at our southern border with conservative author and columnist Drew Allen. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 